PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. Presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. How the heck are you guys doing? Another week, another episode, and of course, another 2022 machine we are going to discuss today. Uh, I have my son Aiden Kiefer in here. What's up? How are you? Good, good. Uh, I brought Aiden in here because this is all about the 2022 YZ250F, and I wanted another voice inside the studio to talk to you guys about 250Fs because, let's face it, he's 135 pounds. I'm 173 pounds. Ugh, God. Getting, with gear on, isn't it? Well, 190-something with gear on. I weigh 150 with gear. Yeah. So uh, I brought him in to talk about the, the YZ that we rode last week. There was an embargo on this. So if you're hearing this now, uh, it is Wednesday, but we're here recording this on a weekend. So yep. we're here to discuss this. But first things first, let's pay some bills. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the, that's right, the trusted online source for parts, Accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and those crotch rockets out there, those street bikes. It's so easy to see why you guys should be going to KieferIncTesting.com first. That's right, first. Click on the RMATVMC banner up on top of the homepage there. And then continue to live your life, continue to do your shopping. And what that does, it gives us a little snippet of what you guys are purchasing. It helps us out, tells Rocky Mountain that you like this show, and uh, we'll keep this thing up and moving and doing these fun episodes for you. So uh, thank you for the people that are doing that. It really does help, and I do keep tabs on that just so you guys know that I can go on. I have like a little dashboard that I can click on and see what you guys are ordering and see who's doing what. So thank you for those that have been doing that. I really appreciate it. And guess what's next, Aiden? Race Tech. Okay, let's do Race Tech. Okay. Racetech.com. That's right. If you guys want to get your suspension engine services done, you know what to do. Sales at Racetech.com. Or you can email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. You'll get a discount, get uh, a better ride, a better feel, a stronger engine. Andrew, the engine guy, Rob, the suspension guy. There's plenty of great people over there at Racetech. Paul Feed, um, great guy. Just did a garage build with him on RacerX. That was a cool build. Uh, if you want some quality service and some quality parts installed to your suspension, you just want a better ride, go to Racetech.com. What's next, Aiden? Uh, what what we, we haven't talked about? <sighs> FXRRacing.com. Holy crap, I can't believe Aiden forgot about FXR Racing. I thought I said that. No, we didn't. Oh, okay. Talk about Rocky Mountain. Okay. Um, you want to go to FXRRacing.com and use the code KKMX35 to save yourself 30%. Do that. And that'll get you some fresh gear. Jake Runkles, that's right, Jacob Runkles to his a great finish at Bud's Creek last weekend with Kiefer Inc. testing gear on. Did you know that? I didn't know that, no. He wore the white gear, and it's the best he's ever done. Career best in our gear, Aiden. Maybe it's a sign. Maybe it is a sign. sign. I think you should be wearing white gear all the time, Runkles. I think there's still some sizes available. Don't 
quote me on that, but a lot of it has been sold out. But you can go there. There's plenty of other stuff. Helium line of gear, you love that, Aiden. I do like helium. Revo is coming out. By the this time week. you listen to this, you'll it'll be up. Yep. And then there's the podium gear. Yeah. So anything you guys choose, there's a, there's a wide range to choose from. The helium and the Revo has more of an athletic fit, uh, very breathable, uh, durable. And the podium is more of a relaxed fit. Uh, if you're a bigger dude, those those sizes will probably treat you a little bit better. You still got clutch gear? Uh, I think clutch was, now it's podium. That's oh. what they call Oh, okay. Uh, and, of course, you want a 60 FXR collab helmet. They look really good with the gear. You can do that. You can buy that at FXR Racing and use the code KKMX35. Save yourself some money. Man, that's 30% is a, a large discount. So if you're buying, you know... Three hundred dollars worth of gear, you're going to be saving yourself quite a bit of change. So it's a it's a good thing we're doing over here to give, save you guys some money. And I'm going to read some other people that actually really do help us out here. Not just those people. Power Motorsports, KTM, Kawasaki, Yamaha. You need one? Hit me up on my email. I'll get you in contact with David Sibley and get you the best deal around. And of course, it can ship right to your door. They've done that for me. Done it for you, Aiden. Yep. Uh, Works Connection, Eric's going to come down this week. He's really wanting to Honda CRF 250R, Aiden. Yeah, let's but, do it. Uh, he's going to come down this weekend. But if you want some uh, elite clutch perch, that's what you're going to be on. Yep, when I get the Honda. Oh, oh you're letting it out already. Oh, damn. Oh, maybe. Oh, man. Well, Travis not going to like this podcast. No, he's not. Not going to like it. He's, already, he's clicked off right now. He's clicked off right now. Yeah, he's, he's already, gone. He's, he's gone. He's out of here. If now. it's not by Guns and Ammo or like... Guns and ammo. Or like Christians or anything, like church. He's yeah. out. He's out. That's kind of a weird thing, Christians and then guns and ammo. That's kind of a weird that, that That's his whole vibe. That's his vibe. Is guns that, and God? Guns and God. Yep, that's yep. cool. Yep. Hey, yep. whatever yep. you're into. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, Worst Connection, Elite Clutch Perch, lots of cool things over there. You go to Worst Connection, Kiefer20. If you want to save 20%, that's the code. Ride Engineering, same thing over there. KK, or sorry, KT20 will save you 20% of Ride Engineering. Chevrolet Clayton, I don't have a uh, code for a new Chevrolet, but if you tell them I sent you over there, you'll get the best deal on a Chevy. One day we'll be able to drive our Chevy again if Grandma doesn't ever give it back to us, Aiden. Yep. If we ever get her again. Favorite band of Pro Taper Bar, Aiden? Uh, Suzuki Race Team. Which will be out this fall. That's not available. Aiden just blew it, but they will have that band of bar coming out this fall for the public, so... That's the bend to go to on a KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas, and even a Honda. Or maybe a Yamaha. Nah, I the, star, the star guys run it. That's too low for me. Mm. I need SX Race on a Honda. All right. Oh, no, Yamaha. Sorry. 60 helmets. Quality helmets. Love our 60 helmets over here. Saved our brain many times. Oregon Old Timers Association. If you want to go race some long motos, Aiden and I did. Yep. We did an old timers race. Good times. 17 minute motos? I'm uh, not sure. The day goes by quick. You get long motos. Fun group group of guys over there. You can go to OregonOldTimers.com, look at the schedule, visit a race nearest you. It's a great time. Trust me, I've done it. It's a, it's just a cool vibe with a bunch of old dudes riding dirt bikes. I like that. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Vic shirts are out. If you guys want your... No, Vic. I'm all fucked up, Vic. All jacked up. What? Vic shirts are out. Guess who did them? ScreenPrintingDone.com. Neil is a badass. You guys want to get some shirts made up, or if you want a Vic shirt, Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. She'll get them dialed for you. Dunlop Motorsports just made me an order. Got some MX-33s and MX-12s coming, Aiden, for you. Yeah. Um, great tires, great people over at Dunlop, so buy yourself a Dunlop. Plum Creek Funding, get 
your house refied or if you want to buy a house, Zach. That's right, Zach Morris, not the one from Saved by the Bell. Uh, but Zach Morris is a Colorado native, and he can help you get your housing financing through him. Um, uh, Plum Creek Funding. Get it. Blood lubricants, Aiden. I put some oil in there. Scorpion blood? Bike. You put some scorps in there? I did. Scorps. Scorps. Scorpion blood. Blood lubricants 1040 is what we use on our test bikes. Visit them, bloodlubricants.com, and use the code Kiefer. Save 25% off a case of oil. All right, seven minutes, 55 seconds in. Already? We can start the show. All right. Hopefully you didn't lose a lot of you already. Sorry, but we got to pay some bills. These guys help us out. We want to give them the recognition they deserve. Look, it's a small price to pay for some great info. We're about to deluge to you right now. Yep. If Aiden could just stop yawning because he seems so excited to talk about the YZ250F. I get when, I, when I'm nervous, I, I yawn. Do you get nervous? Yeah. You're nervous now? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's fine, dude. Just don't twiddle or breathe or <laughs> what you do in the mic. So, okay. So Yamaha went to—I uh, don't want to say went to work for 2022 because a lot of you guys out there thinking, especially on the 450 side, we'll have a separate podcast for the 450. We're just going to talk about the 250 today, but uh, the 250F didn't get that many changes. A lot of you guys are hoping that the 450 would have got a whole new makeover, which it didn't. Obviously, the pandemic kind of slowed the R&D process down uh, slightly on, on many fronts, not just Yamaha. I'm sure it did on other manufacturers as well. So uh, they did change a few things. We'll rip them down for you guys right here. So for 2022, they changed the hub. It's a lightweight hub, sprocket, and chain. So uh, it's a three-cross-spoke lacing pattern from two from a 2 by to a 3 by. So what Yamaha is claiming is pr- improved traction an impact reaction. Uh, I got something to say about that, but that's what Yamaha is claiming. For me, it's more strength-wise, right? Like you have a, a three-cross-spoke lacing pattern versus a two. I think you're just going to get a little bit more strength. Um, what is cool, though, they went from a, a 1.85 rear rim, Aiden, to a 2.15. Do you know what that does? Uh, doesn't it shorten the wheel span or something? Wheel span. Wheel span. Wow. No wonder you're nervous. <laughs> no, it does not shorten the wheel span. Shorten. And, uh, what the 2.15 rim does is you can run a bigger tire, Aiden, ah, a wider so tire. So now you can run a 110 uh, versus like on the Honda, they have a 190-19. Well, yeah. this 250, when you have some horsepower and some torque, you got to get a little bit bigger tire. So you have a 110-90-19. So... That is on the bike now for 2022. And, of course, they went from Bridgestone X20s to Dunlop MX33s, Get like Dunlop. I said, from a 190 last year to now a 110-90-19. And then new internal fork settings and rear shock clicker updates. Um, I didn't know that. So, hmm. so it says rear shock clicker updates. So I do not read in. I read into that saying they didn't change the valving. They just updated the clicker adjustments from the stock valving from last year. All right. But the fork has new internal settings. So increased low speed dampening. So what they're trying to do here is raise that front end up, less pitching. That's the focus. Better ride attitude overall. So that way that the bike is a little bit better balanced coming into corners. So you're going to want to do that. You know, you don't want to come in the corner and have it pitching and then have it all um i guess unbalanced is the word i want to say when you're just trying to chop the throttle get into a corner so they're trying to improve that area um so we rode it at paris raceway uh i don't know we were there for 
five, six hours riding. Half the day, probably. Yep. And yeah. uh, a lot of you guys out there email me saying, Kiefer, this is one of the huge emails that I get, is which bike should I buy, right? But it's also, I've narrowed it down to this bike or this bike. And a lot in the 250 world in these emails is a Yamaha or a Honda. So this is something I want to talk about here on the show today, is, and that's why I brought Aiden, because he also rode the Honda, he went up north and rode it. But for me, let me just tell you what it's like to ride a YZ250F from a vet point of view. I still think this is one of the best 250s out there for that type of rider. If you want to lug your bike, you want to be a little bit lazy, this 250F can provide you with those tools, okay? So it has a lot of torque, yeah. It has a lot of bottom end. It likes to be short shifted, this engine. It's nice to have the Yamaha power tuner because you can change some of that, which we did, and you wrote a different map, and we'll talk about that. Um, but in stock form, and you can come out of a corner in second gear and shift early and go to third, and it's, and it's awesome. It'll, it'll blide you. It also will let you go into third gear, be a little bit luggy, and just fan the clutch, and you can get out of the corner that way too. So if you're a little lazy, it provides that. There's not a lot of other 250s out there that'll let you ride third gear in a corner. They just don't have that much torque. So you have to downshift a second and you have to rev it out more. So that aspect of riding, if you are a low-end rider and you like to lug it, I think a 250F will help you. And for you guys out there that are older, you know, 180 to 90, 200 pounds even, yep. um, this 250F stock can help you last longer on the track, uh, increase the fun factor. And we've talked about this in podcasts before. You guys already know what you're going to jump when you are finished with your first practice session. Yeah. And you can kind of back me up on this. When you go out, we go to a new track, right? Yep. And you go your first 15, 20-minute session. You either A, jumped everything already, mm-hmm. or maybe you haven't jumped one thing, Yep. right? But you either know... That you're going to do that on this day or you're not, right? Yeah. So in the vet world, you're the same way. Like when you go on a track, listen to yourself like, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that today because it's going to take a lot of balls and a lot of you know speed to do that. So you've already made it your mind. So you don't need a 450 power because sometimes that 450 power will make you sway your decision to trying to do that jump. And then you find yourself getting hurt. So um, 250S will help your corner speed. And that's where the time is made up. That's for me is where I have the most fun. Aiden, what is the most fun aspect of riding to you? Um, The most fun aspect of riding to me is probably hitting your corner right, hitting your marks, and going fast. So it's not jumping. I mean, jumping's cool. What would you rather do, rail the perfect rut and just send it in a rut and just, dude, it, it, you know how that feels, right? Yep, yep. Or hit a freaking tabletop and whip it. Depending on like what kind of whip we're talking, like the best whip ever that I've thrown. Well, I guess if we're having the best corner ever versus the best whip ever, right? So yep. I'd say probably best whip. Okay, there it is. Fifteen years old, that's what they like. I'm I'm the opposite. I like to hit a corner rut perfect because there's no other feeling. Yeah, I love jumping. It's awesome. Yep. But for me, when I hit a rut just right, that's I know that's tougher to do. So when I do it right, I can appreciate it a lot more than I I mean, I can hit a jump and whip it, and that feels bitching. Yeah. I can do that more than I can hit a rut perfect. That's what I feel like. How many times are you messing up corners? A almost, lot. Almost every lap. A lot. Like, it's, it's hard to corner. It is. 
So having a 250F like a Yamaha, it corners good. Don't let these other people say, oh, it doesn't corner as good. It corners fine. Aiden had a little trouble at the beginning. Yeah, I was struggling a little bit in the, in the morning. And I said, man, just give it some time, and it'll get better. Did it get better for you? It did, yeah. After uh, uh, you told me that it's not like a KTM, where you have to ride it like a KTM, you told me to ride it like a ride like a 450 and lug it a little bit. And right. then once I started doing that, then it started getting better for me. Right, yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> when I told Aiden, I go, I go, look. Don't try to rev it and slam into it like a KTM. This Yamaha has its own unique character. you got to ride it how it wants to be ridden. Yeah. And it likes to be lugged, and it likes to flow into a corner. If you roll your corners really nice, it's bitching. A KTM, you can it turns sharper. Yeah. And you can slam into it and get a little bit more aggressive, but not necessarily make it faster on the, on the clock. Yeah. So... For me, I think the corners are just fine. There's a stigma out there about Yamaha saying it doesn't corner. It, it feels fat. And also, I feel that fat actually. No, once you ride it, right? Yeah, like I, first, I when I uh, jumped on it, I was like, "Oh, this thing feels heavy and big." But then, like once two laps, I rode two laps on it, I didn't really notice anything. Right. And this is what I tell people, and and I agree with a lot of you guys out there. Look, when I ride a Yamaha, um, let's say I'm on it three, four days, I don't even notice the girth or the width, or the big feeling, it's when I get back onto another bike. Like, you're going to hop back on your other bike. And, and it's going to feel weird. And you're going to go, whoa, now I kind of understand what they're saying, yep. you know? Um, but if you ride a Yamaha, give yourself some time if you're coming off another brand. Um, remember back in the day, and you guys can, you guys, older guys can listen to this, is like when you hopped on a, on a KTM, it just felt different. Well, that's kind of where the Yamaha is at now. Like, when you... Don't ride a Yamaha and you hop on one. It's a foreign feeling. Yeah. It's a little bit different. It takes a little bit of time. You just can't hop on it and feel good. I can hop on a Honda, Cowie, KTM, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's no problem. I can get used to it right away. Yep. But I go back to a Yamaha. It takes me half the day to be like, oh, yeah, now I'm now I'm all good yep. again. So give yourself some time on that. It's a unique feeling. And um, once you have that feeling down, it this bike is is really good, at least for me. I, it's one of my favorite 250s to ride just because of how much torque it has. Now, I will say this. Yamaha didn't do much or anything to the engine, right? It's it's very good from low to mid-range, but it doesn't rev out. Uh, like a Honda, like a KTM. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't even say I think it, the Cowie revs out a little farther than the Yamaha. So... Uh, I, you just have to short shift this bike. Now, when you do change the map, you can help that along. There's a Kiefer free feeling map. I'm on my website. It's, it's an older map. It's been around. We've talked about this, but that is a great map for this bike, and it's an all-around map. Aiden, you liked that map. I did. I liked it. So what did it do for you? Uh, it just made the bike feel like... A little bit more snappy? Yeah. But like actually, lighter feeling? Yeah. So on the track, where do you usually feel that at? Uh, mostly just corners, like coming like... Uh, from one, two, and three in the corner, I mostly felt that between two and three in the corner. So area, what Aiden's talking about is area one, two, and three, what we call area one, the beginning, two, the middle, three, the end. So two and three felt a little bit yeah. freer. Um, what this does for me, this map, it actually, for me, it causes less engine braking. So the, the chassis is a little bit more balanced and it doesn't dive. So this is the, the, the map that I like. And it also gives it a little bit more top-end feeling and a little more stretch. So... For me, I like that Kiefer free feeling map, but don't expect it to just to be this revy son of bitch like 
like a Honda. Like Honda yeah. likes to be screamed out. It's, it's a top end over it is very impressive. Same with the KTM and Husqvarna. Um, this will not reward you if you try to rev it. In order it in order for this bike to rev, you're gonna have to do something else to the ECU with a vortex or something like that. So, um, so overall for me, the engine again low to mid range. Nothing's changed there. I do feel like it's a nice. It's a nice, happy medium for me if I was a vet guy that doesn't is not in the best shape and I want to have fun on a motorcycle. The 250F is really good. This YZ 250F is really good. Suspension-wise, what I noticed from last year, and I don't know how much time you spent on last year's bike. Not much. No, not much. And you're 135 pounds. Yeah. Um, but for me, there is less diving off throttle with the fork. It does stay up a little bit, but you do feel more of the track underneath you with this fork. So it's a little bit... Mm, I don't want to say finicky, but it does maybe take a little bit more setup than you're used to. If you're a heavier guy getting on this, you'll appreciate the fork setting that they're doing. So you'll get less diving. It'll corner better for you. And uh, But if you're a little lighter like Aiden, you really had to adjust it, right? I, I It did take me a long time to get to speed. Do you know which right? way they would? Do you remember which way they did? Did you take uh, notes? I did not. Oh. No. God. <laughs> Did you see my notepad that I had? I did not see it, no. Hmm. Well, son. I, I didn't notice you had a notepad. Maybe you should start uh, these little notepads I hear on the desk. Uh-huh. You should take one of these, and then when you make changes, mark your changes down so you have a Bible. A Bible? In that closet right there yeah. is a stack of notes that I've had since Dirt Rider. Really? And I had more, but Dirt Rider kept them. Oh, they did? Yes. Oh. So... I can always refer back to my notes, and this is something that you could do to your own bike. So <clears throat> what Aiden did, because I'm the dad and I know everything, right? Uh, I remember <laughs> what he did. So they went softer on the low speed on the fork, and they went softer on the high speed on the shock, and also uh, a little softer on the low speed on the shock as well. So you had to basically lower that whole bike to make yeah. it feel a little bit softer for your 135-pound yeah. ass. Yeah, because when they uh, the first time that they changed everything, it just felt too stiff, and it felt like it would just pitch me when I'd come into a corner. Hmm. Like I'd hit a bump, and it would deflect. Just, yeah, just feel unstable. So pitching is the wrong term. So let's 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 note this because people are probably listening to you like that doesn't make sense. Okay. So pitching, okay, watch my hand. When you're off throttle, pitching is I'm dropping my front end, and then when I'm on throttle, it squats down. So this is pitching. That's what that is. Deflection is what you felt was this. Yeah. You feel like your bars are kick, 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 side to side, and, and it feels harsh. Yep. So that's what you felt. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense because it's a little stiff. I would probably go down a spring rate for you. Yep. But I think overall, since you're on a KTM and on an air fork, tell the people what's the difference feeling-wise now that you're on a spring fork versus your air fork. Uh, you can notice um, compared to a KTM, like a, an air fork. Mm-hmm. You can notice more rigidity when, like, you hit something. On the air fork? Yeah. Uh-huh. Compared to a spring fork, it feels like it soaks it up more, and it doesn't feel as rigid as uh, an air fork. And that makes sense to me, because that's what I feel. And then also, I have better lean angle traction yep. on a spring fork. Um, now that Aiden was on a spring fork, he can kind of appreciate what that feeling is, because he's been so air-driven um, since he's been riding big bikes, so... Um, this fork, this KYB SSS fork, is the best, um, has the most comfort on the market, in the market right now. Really? As far as 
hop it on it and ride it, and you're like, yeah, it's good. I even had my other buddy, the vet guy that rode it, Michael Allen. He's an off-road guy, and he's like, dude, I would not touch a thing. I love this bike, and he's not a big moto guy. He's more off-road. He's like, I just want to ride this thing in moto. It makes him excited to ride moto with this bike. Yep. Um, running sag about 103, 104 for you. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, the fork height is crucial on this bike Well, as well. I think it's up 5 to 7 millimeters in there. We'll, we'll help you corner this bike. And uh, for me, better direction on the fork, what they did, I, I would have to agree that this thing little needed a little bit more holdup. And once this fork breaks in, it does move more. So, again, give yourself a you know a couple hours to break this thing. It's not like a KTM where you have to break it in seven hours. It takes two hours, and you're pretty much broken in. Uh, ergonomics, hopping on it. We talked a little bit about it, about how fat it feels or it doesn't feel fat. I don't really notice it. Um, Seat peg, um, peg to bar to seat. How do you feel? Um, it, it felt weird at first. It just felt like my my shifter was too close to my foot peg compared okay. to KTM. Uh-huh. And I also they put the bars in the front hole, mm-hmm. so that might have also been a reason that I didn't really like like my bar setup mm-hmm. that much. It just felt too far forward. Okay. Uh the seat felt kind of. Like, I just, it just felt weird. The entire bike felt weird. But once I got used to it, uh, it, it I, I didn't really notice anything. So for me, I'm, I'm a six-foot guy. I like to have my bar mount in the rear hole with the mount pointed forward. That's an old-school stock setting. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Last couple years, they've had the mount in the front hole uh, with the mount back. I can't get along with it. That's a Travis thing, by the way. The front hole? Yes. Uh, I think Travis pushed that for production. Um, Travis six three six three. So the tall guy thing. I think so. Yeah. I just I feel like I'm tall. I'm lanky, and I would maybe want to like that, but it just puts me in an awkward position when I'm going into corners. So I would suggest for you guys, you want your if you're having trouble cornering, even if you're a tall guy, put that mount in the back position forward, um, and the mount in the back position facing forward. I always get confused with that. Uh, And that should help you relax your upper body in corners a little bit. Yes, standing may not be as comfortable, but for me, I would want to be more comfortable in corners versus standing up. I will, I'll take a little bit more uncomfortable um, feel when I'm standing versus setting up for a corner. To me, I want to make sure I corner good because that's where time's made up. Um, So, if you guys having a little bit of front-end trouble, a little traction trouble or lean angle trouble, try that mount setting, and, and that is better. Ergonomically for me, again, if you're coming off another bike, it's a little strange feeling, but there is that little pocket in the seat. I would like to have that up a little bit flatter. I wish they would raise that middle part up just, just a little bit, maybe a half inch. There is no foams out there that are a half inch. They're, just, they're either three-quarters inch high or one inch taller. Um I'm trying to push Andy at guts for a half inch, just a half inch taller seat foam. I think that would be the the greasy spot, Aiden. Just like that grease, like that grease, grease meter. The grease. You know, that's where it's at, you know? Okay. Um, so a half inch, if you guys can find a foam or you guys know of, of a guy who has one, let me know because I would love to try a half inch. So hopefully maybe Andy can uh, listen to this and maybe make us a half inch and sell that. And if uh, you guys think you would like a half-inch taller foam, call Andy and bug him. If he gets more people that bug him about it, he'll make them. So 
Uh, this is my plea to you guys out there. Try it a half inch. That's what that's what I think will be better. Uh, another suggestion for you guys, you can go to Raptor Titanium if you guys want to change your triangle a little bit. I've done that with my 450s, and it's great. They have a 10-millimeter back peg as well as a 7-millimeter down peg. I post this on Kiefer Inc. testing Instagram. I'm currently on a minus 7 peg. And for me, that opens up my cockpit a little bit. I don't, my knees don't feel so high up. I get a more relaxed position. Um, if you guys like the stock bar bend of the YZ2VDF SX Race Pro Taper, you'll get a little bit more flex, a little bit more forgiving feel. Um, the, the stock bar isn't bad by any means, the bend, or the, or the material that it's made out of, but you get a little bit more flex with the Pro Taper. I'm a big Pro Taper guy over here. Don't tell Paul, Aiden. Okay. You get mad. All right. Paul used to be a pro taper guy. I I know that. But now he's a rental guy. I just can't do twin walls, dude. Stiff. Twin walls are Twin walls look the best though. If you look at a bar, a rental twin wall looks sick. Twin walls are crossbar, right? Yes. Uh like Roxon has a rental twin wall in his Honda. Yep. And I'm like, how the hell does that happen? Because it's rigid. He probably has something different. He probably has a special bar for him though. Well, the, there is a special bar out there where they're hollowed out, so that crossbar is a hollowed piece in the middle, yeah. so it flexes more. There but that's go. a custom deal. Yeah, right? that, that's all. Us normal people can't get that shit. No. Um, but if you guys are looking for flex, stick with the crossbarless bar. That's the best thing. And for me on a Yamaha, I'm a crossbarless guy. You're, you used to like the crossbar. Now you're a crossbarless guy. Yeah. Um, and that's what, you know, it's funny because you're 15. You'll stick with that for the rest of your life. Really? I think so. I think you're you're used to something, and you you get used to it, and then and that just kind of sticks with you for the rest of your time you ride dirt bikes. At least that's what it does for me. I I can run crossbars on bikes that usually come with crossbars. Like, what do you mean by that? Well, back in the day, most every stock bike came with crossbars because it was a seven eighths bar. I remember like Cali eighty five used to come with crossbars. Yeah. Yep. But now everyone has a a fat bar style bend, mm-hmm. so not a lot of bikes out there come with crossbars all right so i think most of us are crossbarless type people um so yeah if you're looking for a little bit more open cockpit look into raptor titanium um look at the pegs get a half inch bug andy about a half inch taller foam and i think that's the g spot you don't even know what that is nope we're not going to talk about that good um and then that that rear mount uh with the mount facing forward that's the money money position uh, okay, so tires, I do agree with the, look it, I'm not going to sit here, and, and Dunlop's a sponsor of the show, and, and you guys know me not to bullshit, I'm not a huge fan of the 33 front tire, I'm a 3S guy, I put 3S on my, my bikes, your bikes, Yep. it doesn't last as long, but I have traction, I like that, the 33 is a little inconsistent for me, but I still prefer it over an X20 Bridgestone, so that is a superior tire over a Bridgestone <laughs> X20, so that is fine, I'm glad with that move, I'm glad they went to a 110, we're going to talk about the Honda in a minute and compare these two bikes. But yeah. I don't like how Honda went to a 190-19. That's too skinny of a tire. You need a 110 on a 250. I think these 250s put out enough power. I know they try to do this because of weight, but Yamaha wasn't scared. Um, and and they I think <laughs> they lost some weight with the hub, the sprocket, and the chain, and then they probably gained it back with a by putting that 2.15 rear rim on there and that tire. Yep. So... It, it all equals out, you know. It's yeah. What does Greg say? Mental masturbation or something? Yeah, mental masturbation. Yeah. So uh, that's basically what that is. Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Kiefer. It's going to be commercials right now, so stay tuned. Get some discount codes. Listen to them. They're not bad. It's not that long. 
Stick with me here. We'll be right back with the YZ250F pod. All-American Chevrolet in Killeen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front-end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Killeen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. ScreenPrintingDone.com <laughs> You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January. So check them out, OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer. Get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save self some money. Email me, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is. They even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them. Ride-engineering.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. Protaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The race cut grips? Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keeferinktesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keeferink Testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Protaper. Protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. 
Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right, they're in Oregon, powermotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. testing gives the best deals possible. And so do Power Motorsports. Hit them up, powermotorsports.com. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you got some discount codes and save yourself some money. Back with the show. Agree with the tire change. I like that. Um, No, it doesn't have a hydraulic clutch, which I'm okay with. I like the Yamaha stock cable clutch. Um, Did you notice anything with the clutch? Did you like the feel of it? Uh, You you told me something about the levers. I did. I noticed that uh, compared to like a... Like a KTM and a Honda, mm-hmm. that their levers are a little slim, and a Yamaha, I like a, I like a kind of like a fat lever kind of. So Yamaha's a little fatter. Yeah, that's what I. And you like, like that feel? Yeah, I do. I like a stock lever feel. Um, the pressure of the clutch lever is not so bad. Did you notice that? Uh, no, I did not. So no news is good news there. I feel like that's that's an okay deal as well. Um. They do last a long time. If you don't abuse it, if you're not a clutch abuser, the clutch actually is a pretty damn good solid clutch. You can get 15 to 20 hours on it, I feel. Um, no, it's not as great as a hydraulic KTM. You can get a 25 to 30 even more on a KTM. But overall, the Yamaha is a durable bike. Uh, I noticed that the, the <laughs> if we're going to be real, the muffler is raspy. Oh, my gosh. It, it's going to blow out in 10 hours. I thought I thought we had last year's bike. Michael Allen had last year's bike, and literally at ten hours, I thought the thing was gonna blow up or something. Well, Randy raced it last year at the Vet Worlds, right? Yep, in the mud. Yep. After that, it was toast. Done. It sounded like a like you know these nineteen seventy nine RMs ride behind our house. Yep, and (laughs) you can hear them from eight blocks away. That's what that thing sounded like. Well, sometimes Aiden and I will be on the backyard in our pool, and we can hear some homeboy just shredding down the road. I'm like, oh, it's 79 RM homeboy. That's what the Yamaha sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I can't even tell you guys if you can repack it. You, maybe you email me and tell me, because if you have repacked your stock muffler, let me know. Can you repack a stock muffler? I, I would assume so. I need to look into this. I have it out there. I've never heard of anyone that has repacked well, a stock muffler. Uh, I need to do this. I think I want to do this. I'm going to ride the stock muffler, and then I want to repack it and do something with that. You should have Michael do it. Yeah, he'd do it. Yeah. 
Uh, he would drill. If I'm sure it has rivets, you can drill it out and repack it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can do it. It's not a big deal. It's just how much of a pain in the ass is it to do. Yeah. Most of you guys out there listening would just say, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go buy an aftermarket slip-on. Right? Yeah. Um, so that is something annoying. I don't mind the intake. The air filter, I know Jody has a big hard-on for he doesn't like the air filter system. I don't think it's bad. A lot of you guys ask me, should I run a different intake system? Uh, here's the good and bad with this. So when you take the stock um, cage and the holder you know, with the screen in there, what that does, yes, you'll get a little bit more bottom in and horsepower. Yep. It will have more suction. It will be a little bit louder in that area, and you will feel that on the track. But the negative is, is when you take your, air, your dirty air filter out, there's dirt falling into it. Some dirt will fall into the boot. So what you have to do is what I would do, and here's the move. Leave the screen on? No, here's the move, Aiden. Oh, okay. If you do have one like a Twin Air Power Flow kit or whatever, GYTR makes one as well. God, there's something on my I paper. think they put one on there. No, year. no, no, it's stock. So oh, a it GYTR one makes a plastic one um, just like the, the Twin Air Power Flow kit for 149 bucks. I like the Twin Air Power Flow because it's, it's aluminum. It's a nice piece. Um, but this is a little bit cheaper and it's plastic. So if you want to go that route, GYTR makes one. The downside is when you have an open mouth, okay, the dirt we're talking about. So the move, the move is lay the bike on the side on a stand, okay, pop the cover off, remove your filter. You know what happens then? Falls off the side. Side. You still get the shot back, get all that shit out. But it will not drop straight down into that intake, right? Open into that, uh, you know, you don't want that thing going into your motor, right? All right. So that's the move, fellas. If you guys want a little bit more horsepower, go to that intake system. GYTR makes it, 150 bones or Twin Air, which is like 250. Nice piece, though. And I'm a big Twin Air guy over here, if you guys don't know that. They don't sponsor the show, and I like Twin Air. Our filters are good. Yeah, they are. We use Twin Air. There's nothing that makes me happier when I get a box of twin air filters sent to the house. Yep. It's like Christmas for me. It is. I love that. Uh, so that will actually help this Yamaha. Now let's break this thing down. What you guys have been going to uh, be up my ass about. What should I buy, Kiefer? This new Honda or the Yamaha? Aiden, I, I can't deal with you sometimes because you go back and forth. Yep. You're like, uh, yeah, it's not that great. And then on the way home, what do you mean we're not going to take the bike home? I was going to ride it. You just said you didn't you didn't like it that much. Now you do. And then you get a picture of yourself uh, last night, and you go, dude, I look pretty good on a Yamaha. I'm not going to lie. It looks pretty good. <laughs> so if you're a buyer, put, mm-hmm. put yourself in this position, son. You're an adult. You have your own money. I know it's hard for you to imagine right now. Okay. Mommy and daddy got you. Okay. Okay. But you're going to spend your money. And, th- and, and I want you to consider everything. Okay. Reliability, power, what you feel on the bike. You're gonna go race it. What are you getting? Okay, let's be honest. Here. We're, like, let's say old vet guy. Let's You're, be honest. He he's not really caring about the motor or something. He's caring about the looks. That's false. Really? Yes. We vet guys don't give a shit about looks. I I feel like you fifteen year olds care about the looks. No, I feel like what we care about. You can make the bike sick looking. I just feel like stock. If they're not gonna do something to it, I feel like most guys look at the bikes and. Uh, try to see which one looks the sickest. No, that is no? you're way off base. All right, I feel like. All right, All and right. if I'm not, you can email me, Chris at Keeping Testing and, and Back Aiden. But like, I think what we feel, we want to know if the engine's going to be good enough. Yep. 
Um, I'm a vet guy. It's it's tough. It, dude, honestly, this 22 Honda is good. It's really good. It's a good bike. But, but, I want some torque. I know that I can hop on this YZ250F and go fast. And I know that suspension will hold me up. That's where I'm going. Okay. okay? Now, for you. Yep. Where are you going? <sighs> well, I'm probably going to have to go with the Honda. Okay. Just because it kind of reminds me of, uh, motor-wise, Yamaha. And where, where at? What does it remind you of the Just torque-wise. Like, their torque this year, they've uh, they've improved so much on the On the Honda? It. Yeah. It's not as good as the Yamaha, though. No, but they've improved on it. Yeah, but they've improved on it so much compared to Last the year. 20 and the 21. Yes. That I feel like I'd go with that. And it also kind of reminds me of a KTM of how light it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can kind of maneuver that bike kind of like a KTM. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, like I told you, it's almost like a Yamaha and a KTM had a kid, and that's what it would be. It would be the new Honda. Right. So I'd have to go with the Honda. Which is a good analogy for me. If you guys are on the fence, okay, um, you're an older guy because most of you guys are, it, it, it's tough. I can't sit here and tell you this, is, this by far this is what you should do. If you want a bike to corner and you want a bike to uh, feel light on, like Aiden said, the Honda is great. Yep. Because the Honda does feel light compared to a Yamaha. Yeah. Yamaha feels like a big bike. Yeah. I mean, weight-wise. Which, again, along with weight comes stability. Yep. It's planted. Okay? The Honda, for how light it is, feels pretty damn planted. It, it does. Yeah. But it's not quite a Yamaha plant feeling. Ya- Honda will corner better than a Yamaha. It'll out-corner it. Yep. Any day. Power-wise, not as good low I'm just going to say the Honda is not as good in low range, but once mid to top, the Honda is better. Yeah, but you got to think of the uh, otherwise the other factor too that you can make any bike fast. Yeah, but uh, some like of these guys could, listening do not want to spend extra money when they bought a nine thousand dollar motorcycle. I'm looking at my say like the kids my age are like are racing and stuff. You can make any bike fast. Yeah, because you're not spending the money. Mom and dad are. We are. Yeah, this girl that walked in the the, the studio right now, she's spending the money on you. Yeah. Right. But I would also want a bike that's going to corner you good, and I I feel comfortable coming mm-hmm. to a corner and charging into it. So this is what we're doing, people. We're going to do some shootouts. Just just relax. No one freak out on me. But I'm going to do some head-to-head little shootouts, too, before these other shootouts even come out. Like so go to racerxonline.com soon, and me and you are going to do a little head-to-head. I'm going to grab a couple other people, I'm gonna, uh, older dudes, right? Okay. I'm going to grab the new Honda. I'm going to grab this Yamaha. We're going to do a head-to-head. I feel like those two bikes are going to be the ones people want to know about. Like, what do you mean head-to-head? Like, What's better? Uh, like a shootout, like a mini shootout. Okay, just between those two bikes. Yes, just those two bikes. All and right. We're going to go back and forth on those two bikes. All right. And we're going to see how that works out. And we're going to do a video up on Racer X. We're going to get you. We're going to get me. We're going to get a bigger guy than me, maybe someone like Vaj, right? Yep. And then a guy in between. Like Michael Allen or David. Yeah, maybe a David. I think Mike Lon's more like me because he's 170 pounds. I need a, a, another bigger dude, right? Yep. You're already the hyperactive kid, so you're, you can take care of that realm. Yep. I'm more of the, I can kind of, I'm a production test guy, so I can figure it out for a lot of other people. So I'm in that realm. Vaj is the 9 to 5 blue collar guy that's 200 pounds. Yep. That likes a 350. Could a 250 work for him? And which one would that be? And yep. David is all around. He likes moto a lot, bigger dude. Yep. Never rides a 250, so is no. that good for him? Yeah. You know? So this is what I'm going to do. So 
Me and Aiden are split. I like Yamaha. He likes the Honda. But I'm telling you right now, the Yamaha is a great choice just because of durability. A lot of you guys say, what about rods, Kiefer, timing chains? Yes, I've heard that too, guys. So timing chains aren't the greatest on a YZ250F. I've heard about this. I know some of these Yamaha guys are going to shoot me for it. Ooh, it's bullshit. But if you're a rever, <laughs> you like to rev it 20 hours, change that timing chain and save yourself some money. Um, engine builders like Chad and Jamie have told me timing chains aren't the greatest on the YZ250F. Yep. Um, so there are some shortcomings on it, but if you take care of it, got good oil, change your oil filters, um, and just take care of your motorcycle, it'll take care of you. Yep. So I like the YZ250F. It's a great bike. It's a friendly vet machine. If you're a rever, maybe you should look somewhere else unless you go to a Vortex or something. You've never ridden one with a Vortex on it, huh? Uh, did, did Michaels have one on? No. Then no, I have Dude, not. it is... It's I've never I've never really ridden like a uh, besides the one project bike we built that the Boy guy Kyo? built yeah Teddy? besides yeah besides that I've never really hardly rode anything you just Yamaha. look you just look bigger um, than uh, you look bigger hold on yeah grab that please Heather um, you look small and that's a bigger bike yeah I uh, feel like I didn't look that uh, small on it actually. When I was looking at pictures. No, it's a little bit better. But when you ride a KTM, you can, you can see it yeah. just fits you better. Yeah. You know? Or so. a Honda or anything else. Um, also, too, I want to note that this is on the notes, too. If you guys want to get more power, that's available as well. This is what's cool about Yamaha. And no other manufacturer does this. All right. This is another reason why you might want to go to Yamaha. You have a YZ250F high-performance kit from GYTR. I used to work for them. I know what goes on then. That's a reliable piece. You're not going to uh, a high-performance kit for $3,200. It's I 3200 bucks. I did ride that GYTR bike that we and built. you like that. That was a good bike. That was fast. That was fast. That was fun. Um, more power from 5,500 RPM to the rev limit, and it does rev farther. Peak horsepower increases 6%. Uh, stronger and wider power feeling, hard pulled, hard pulling feel all the way to the rev limiter, and what they say is easier to clear jumps exiting corners. I have a little dyno chart here, man, and it does from 5,500 on to past 11. It is insane, the gain you get. Uh, the kit contains a cylinder head assembly, a high-compression piston, airflow kit, OE gasket kit, and a pre-programmed Vortex ECU. Holy shit, I didn't know you got a Vortex ECU with that. Oh, really? Dude, the one we tried didn't have an ECU. It didn't? No. I thought it did. No, it didn't. That's the one I'm going to ride when I race you. Oh. All right. Ah, goodbye. Goodbye, lap times on you. Hello, <laughs> new king. Hello, cardboard sign on the, on the sign for you. No, we're going to do something different this time. What? I don't know. So Aiden and I, just you know, just, just throw that in there right now. Aiden and I are going to do a rematch on our lap times. We're, do, we're uh, inviting Lip Pro out, so we're actually going to have Lip Pro's. Not mom pro. We're not going to have a mom pro on, on board. And uh, I'm going to ride this GYTR high-performance modified YZ250F, and you're going to be on your race-built KTM 250F. Yep. And we're going to do lap time wars. All right. And uh, I didn't know how to vortex now. It just makes me happier. All right. So, uh, yeah, that is something that other manufacturers do not do, people. They have actual kits that they make in-house, and they do a shit ton of durability on this. When I was there, guys, we had a 1,500-kilometer durability criteria. 1,500 kilometers. It took me fucking two weeks to get this job done. Really? And if it shit the bed, 
you're done. We'd go back and they'd redo it and then we'd have to do another 1500K. Jesus. So these things are really good. They last a long time. So if you're looking for more performance, GYTR has that. And also, um, as usual, other manufacturers have oils and things, but Blue Crew support amateur and professional racing from PW50 to YZ450S. Nearly 5 million contingency support available in 2021. Dakota has one. 300-plus um, Redlands championships, including myself. I'm in that. I'm in there. See that thing right there? That's what you want right there. And I did it on a Yamaha. Blue crew. Right. Uh, Trackside support, they got dealers. So that's another aspect for Yamaha, too. Like, how much do you guys race and how much support you get? I mean, let's face it. It's hard to beat Team Green when hard. you go to amateur support. That yep. They just kill it. They do a great job. Um, but Yamaha is a part of that. They're not uh, like Honda and just alienated amateur racing. No. That's a, that is a, if you guys from Honda listen, that is a jab to you guys. That you guys need to get back into amateur support. Get some more. Yeah, I feel like they kind of are this year. From who? Who? Uh, Chunk. What? Chunk. No, he's on Team Green. Oh. He's not on a Honda. Oh. Jeez Louise. You need to learn your uh, racing there, homie. Yeah, we need to edit that out right there. Nah, it's fine. I'm sure people already kind of know about it. If we let the cat out of the bag, then oh well. We we think. We don't know. We yeah, think. We think. That. Uh, Chance Hymas will be at Hondas next year. I heard there's gonna be. I, I they say there's gonna be another. There's more kids too. Well, let's hope. That that would be cool. Let's hope. I mean, it's a great, great bike. I mean, it's Honda, right? I, I mean, mean, they did. They did have the rig at uh, Loretta's, and apparently a bunch of kids were under the rig too. Well, no, Lars went. They helped. They were there at Loretta's. Yes, I guess yeah. I should say that. Like Honda was there to help people. Last year that. they didn't go at all, which kind of jacked a couple kids. Like Yoder didn't go because of yeah, that's because of COVID, though. You really can't sweat. A lot of things didn't happen last year. True. Yeah, yeah true. But at least they were there helping people that had Honda, so they did have some trackside support. So let's hope yep. that keeps going and then grows, and and let's get some people on other bikes. But this is a Yamaha podcast, and they I know, do do say, that. It does, this just sounds like it turned to a Honda podcast. <laughs> no, it's fine. But so the YZ250F 2022 is a little bit. Different. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, you guys are going to feel all this. Look, I didn't feel anything with the rear wheel. I didn't feel anything with the chain. How many people are going to keep a stock chain on for that long? People are going to think, oh, it's a lighter weight sprocket and chain. It's going to be cheap. Eh, and yeah. I'm not going to say that. Um, I'm going to tell you right now that stock sprockets on 21s on the Yamahas are better than any other um, out there that comes stock on a bike. And the chain, I trust it. Out of all the other chains... On the market, I trust a stock Yamaha chain. GYTR makes a, a good chain. So quality parts on a Yamaha. People think, oh, just KTM has quality. Well, Yamaha does have quality as well and longevity in the durability department. So there's that. All right, guys. So look for more information over at keferinktesting.com this, uh, this week. If you guys like this podcast, you can go to Pulp MX as well. I'm going to write an article on seven things, your eight things or nine things you need to know about the YZ250F and 450. If you guys want to listen to the 450 pod, that'll be separate. That'll be up as well. Um, lots of Yamaha information. As always, chris at keferinktesting.com. If you guys have questions, concerns, you think I'm full of shit, you think Aiden's full of crap as well, you think Aiden's right and I am full of crap, please hit me up. I like to interact. And if I don't get back to you on the email, I did read it. Um, I appreciate you um, sending me the concerns. 
And most of the time, if you disagree with me in, in, in a way that I can understand, I will get back to you and say, yep, you're right. So um, just don't be an asshole. It's like I told you about earlier today. And what was the whole whole thing about you not being a butthole? Attitude. Right. Have a better attitude, right? Yep. I just, uh, for you guys to uh, understand, if you have a 15-year-old boy, you you're, feel like you're in your shit all the time. And I just want to not be in your shit all the time. Okay. <laughs> Can we get your hair? Can you get a haircut, please? Nope. Can we not bleach your hair? Nope. There it is, people. This is what I'm dealing with. Nope, nope, nope. And I'm right, 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 right. right? Uh, nope. All right. So, <laughs> blue crew for Aiden? No. Oh. No. Okay. Honda. Uh, oh, gosh. Let's go. Travis is going to be so mad at you. Comes Monday. RacerXOnline.com for more videos. Go check out the video I did uh, about the YZ250F that's up. Me, Michael Allen, and Aiden, opinions on there. You can see Aiden ride it, and you can see Michael ride it. Yep. And that was, uh, that was, that was a great time. Yep. So, that was uh, a good time. Um, as always, we're here to help you guys support these advertisers that help this show out. It keeps us up and moving, and, man, it keeps us uh, doing these things. And if you guys like to see other things besides bike tests, and I know I haven't did a lot of gear testing, but we do still do gear testing, even though FXR... Um, sponsors the show. Yep. Um, I love, I just got a new set of Thor gear. I think Thor killed it this year. With, oh, you did? You got it? Uh, yeah, it's in the garage. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, I think out of all the brands that are out there and for 2022, Thor, man, it looks good. It does look sick. I've always been a Thor guy. Like even, that's, I was there like, no, I'm not, the Fox Someone stuff. asked me the other day, if you had a choice between Thor or Fox, who would you want? And Fox. I said Thor. I'd go with Fox. Really? Yeah. Because I wanted Thor because I can keep Alpine Star boots. Yep. I'm fine with and Fox And then I can boots. wear my own helmet. That's true. I'm fine with Fox boots, though. And I'm fine with Fox boots, too. I'm just saying I like I love... You can't beat Tech 10s. Like, no. You just can't beat it. I feel like those two boots are the best boots in the market are Fox boots and Alpine Stars. But we do test gear. You guys need an opinion on gear. I'll give you the truthful answer. I'm not going to just say FXR is the best at everything because they have do have their shortcomings as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're here to help you guys out that. That's why we built this, uh, whole empire, <laughs> this whole high des empire is to help you guys out. And thank you for trusting in us. We appreciate it. And if you think we're full of shit, go to someone that you trust. There's Don. Yep. There's Jody. There's dirt bike. And there's the other dirt, dirt rider. Remember the dirt rider? That was fun. I mean, that, that was good times. Um, so yeah, so there's plenty of choices out there. We appreciate you guys choosing us though. And we don't take that lightly. We try to take it serious, even though we do have fun. It's just dirt bikes. Yep. It's a fun time. So thank you for joining us and stay tuned. There's a YZ, uh, 450F podcast on its way. See you guys. See ya.